0: studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with
1: Scott and Cat, powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it.
0: Happy mother fucking Friday.
1: That's a great way to kick off the weekend, isn't it? Hello everyone. Welcome to this episode of After 9, the first one in 48 hours because I refuse to buy a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll explain in a sec, but first, welcome to Dave Blizzard, who joins us every Friday. Hey, Dave, how are you?
2: I thought you were welcoming people to me with Welcome that to Dave,
1: everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Happy pleasure. Friday, Dave. <laughs> Yay, there you go. Uh, everything good?
2: Everything's good. I want to hear this truck story, though.
1: Okay, so the reason there was no podcast yesterday, and I apologize sincerely for that. This was all on me, but it was unavoidable-ish. I have... Long time listeners know a very, very, very old
0: truck. We were just talking about it. Like, it's so weird because we were just talking about your truck last week. You jinxed it. Sorry, this is my Uh fault. Scratch that. Whatever Scott said is wrong. I'm the reason why there wasn't a body. (laughs) You should
2: apologize, Kat.
0: I'm sorry.
1: It's a it's a big, powerful truck and and it hurts on gas right now. I mean, that truck is is far from a sipper. It's a guzzler and And that's fine. i'm I'm dealing with that, and I've got a couple strategies for it. But being an old truck, it is somewhat somewhat unreliable. And I was driving to work yesterday, and I'm out in the middle of fucking nowhere. I was driving up Guelph Line, uh, middle of nowhere, yeah. and it was four o'clock in the morning. My battery light started flashing. But here's the thing. When you have an old truck like that, you start to question, Is that really a battery issue or is it just like a connection to the dash and it's setting the light off? Mm -hmm. So I just kept on driving and then other lights started flashing on the dash and I thought, ooh, this isn't good. So I got it going as best I could, as fast as I could towards the 401 and it was going to be a last minute decision whether or not I get on the 401 or whether or not I pull into the gas station up there. My headlights were getting dim, so I decided, "Hmm, there's a problem here. I pulled into the gas station. As soon as I got parked, done. It needed a new alternator, and in the process of changing the alternator, they discovered, oh, your battery's kind of shitty too, so that we had to replace that as well. So, I made it as far as the 401 and Guelph line, and then had to Uber back to my place because my girlfriend's phone was on silent and she was unable to come pick me up. And on top of that, CAA didn't have any trucks in the area at that time. So it was going to be up to a 90-minute wait at 4 a.m. to get a tow truck. So I just left the keys in it and said, fuck it, I'm going home. And that's why there was no podcast yesterday. So I apologize, everybody. My truck says it's sorry, too. I will start. I, I did start car shopping yesterday.
0: Did you do it? I D- did. Did you? Yeah,
1: I did. Here's the thing, though. It seems weird right now to try and buy a new vehicle because the the everybody the big push is on to get an electric vehicle mm-hmm. or at the absolute least a hybrid. They're not exactly easy to get right now. No. You've got to get on a waiting list, and it could take like months to a year for delivery. And I kind of need something sooner than later, so I'm going to buy a. Car that's good on gas, and I'm only going to drive the truck when I actually have to tow something, which is
2: far less often than you might think.
0: Okay, that's good.
2: Solution to the problem.
0: Happy shopping. Ah, thank I, you. I, I, th- I think fun.
2: you you've made a, a you know a fair apology here to people who expected podcasts and all of that kind of thing. And usually we save the apologies to the end. But um, on the flip side of an apology, I. Th- I think you deserve a thank you from the ozone layer for no longer pumping out whatever the hell was coming out of that truck. Yeah. The the Mother Earth was like, thank plus. God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Scott Fox is the reason for climate change. Uh, yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so do you know what um, like what brand you want to go with? Is there anything you're eyeballing that caught your eye right mm-hmm. away? Do we have any sponsors?
1: anybody in particular
0: i think that's an open i think that's an open invitation
1: well toyota would you like to sponsor? hello hyundai hello I, i don't know to be honest with you i won't be looking at anything fancy because i've always been one who doesn't believe in spending a lot of money on vehicles because they depreciate so quickly and i can't wrap my mind around the fact that whether i've driven it or not as soon as that vehicle goes into my name It's already depreciated in Mm -hmm. value, and I hate that. So I will buy something previously enjoyed. Good. And I uh, Recycling. And I will get something that's very, very, very good on gas. That's my plan. It's going to be a car. We're going to save the truck for when I win the lottery and I can afford to fill it, or unless I need to actually tow something like a boat or a trailer, which I do have to do from time to time. So we're all caught up on that. We owe you guys an announcement. We promised you last week that there would be an announcement this week. And then when we remembered this week, we thought, ah, it's too soon in the week. Let's do it later on in the week. So here we are, last opportunity to tell you what's going on Monday.
0: Monday marks 10 years that we've been a radio duo. 10 years of the Scott and Cat show. Our first broadcast, August 15th. 2012,
1: crazy, which right? is
0: nuts to think of. So because that's coming up on Monday, we'll, I don't know what we're going to do on the podcast for it, to be quite honest with you, but we are celebrating on our morning show. So if you maybe haven't had the chance to listen in a while, you've been a part of our radio show in one way or another, we'd love to have you on. We are going to be live 5.30 to 9.30 and we'll take texts and calls, but it's not really about us. We want to make it more about you. Tell us your stories and your memories from listening uh, to us, basically.
1: Can I tell you a memory that I have from August the 15th, 2012? Yes. It was... um, I'm still not even sure how to take it because I had a hard time processing it when you said it because you were obviously nervous. It was your first day at that particular station and I had just come back to that station. We should probably do the chronology of events at some point because before you, it was Dave that was the co-host. That's right. Mm. So I... um, I remember on your first day, we had done a couple of breaks and they went very, very well. And I remember thinking, wow, this was the right choice. She was the right person to bring in because she is hitting a home run right now. And then Kat said to me, this is really neat. I used to listen to you in high school. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you fuck. Oh, what the, how do I even take that? Is that a compliment or is that a, you're
2: really old?
3: <laughs> in, in,
2: Scott's, in Scott's head, he's probably thinking, wow, you heard me do the morning announcements? <laughs> 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 My first broadcasting gig was in school.
1: Well, it's, it's- funny because when, when Kat came to work for us, I, uh, we hadn't actually worked together, but we grew up not far from each other and we went to rival high schools. So
0: he in did. the same town, it's so and I know it's so strange. And I and I did. And I remember during the process of us talking about me joining you on the morning show at the time, I, I didn't really want to say that. I didn't really want to be like, fangirl. I used to listen to you and Dave and Ashley at the time in the morning, uh, maybe even before that, Melanie, I'm sure I never wanted to like say it or make it. But then eventually I was just like, yeah, I did. And it was in high school. Like, I remember listening on the way to school to the three of you.
1: That's so weird to me.
0: Yeah. Well, it was, was, think about, so then think about how I felt. Wait a second. How cool was it that now I've also, by the way, worked with all of you. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. With every single one of you in one way or another. With um, Ashley, when I was at Chum FM, with you guys now, obviously, and Melanie, technically, I suppose, because she's in the same company, but never got the chance to be on air with her.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Well, you are right. Uh, Dave was with me before that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave. It's almost the ten year firing anniversary of you. It's more than
2: that now.
0: It's more than that now. You, you, yeah, you it, were,
2: it's eleven years.
0: Ele- eleven years. Yeah. Okay.
2: We
1: had
0: a yeah, really. So
2: c- I- well, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say it was uh, January of twenty eleven that I was
1: like that let you
0: go. got let go.
2: Mm. <laughs> It's weird how it all worked. For
1: and those who so don't know it, if you're a semi-new listener or you only ever get to hear us in the pod, what happened was myself and Dave, and like you mentioned, Kat, Ashley, and before that, Melanie, had a great morning show on in Toronto. And it was weird because we had the worst signal in Toronto, but we were competing really well against <laughs> the biggest stations in Toronto.
0: But I listened like crystal clear, no problem in Cambridge. <laughs> you know, That's it, every it morning. bizarre, right? <laughs>
1: um, so we had a really popular morning show, but they decided to make changes and Dave was the champion. So they let Dave go, and Dave went—did you go to 97.7? Is that where you went at the time? Uh, No, I went to Kiss. You went to Kiss 92.5? Yeah. And then uh, about a year later, roughly, then they let
2: me go. And then I also went. No, to- your timeline's wrong. It oh. was like four months later. Oh, it was four months later. Oh, <laughs> yeah, OK. Because so- I, I st- I'm bitter about one thing about all of this. I've grown up and I've changed my attitude towards what happened. And I own responsibility for, uh, you know, things I could have done better at the time. And the communication wasn't great. But um, you, uh, <laughs> I got let go in January. Yeah. You got let go at the end of May and you got the summer off. Oh, that's right. And I remember being so mad. Well, <laughs> that you that you got let go and had the summer to relax, <laughs> sit by the pool. And I was like, why couldn't I get let go in in, in the summertime?
0: January. Well, nah. Yeah. For,
1: for those who don't know, in radio, sometimes what they'll do is they'll give the talent what's called a no compete clause. And it means you can't go. If they let you go, they'll pay you for a little bit, but you can't just walk across the street and go directly to the competition. You have to sit out for a little bit. So I had a no compete compete there and I had to sit out for a little bit and and when that no compete was up then I went to kiss so Dave and I who had done mornings together were now working at our direct competitor but Dave was on at night and I was on during the day and I remember it was so fucking weird because we kept trying to make things work like yeah we should try a podcast or we should do this or we should do that but I got out of there at like 2 p.m. Dave didn't start until like 6 p.m. So anytime we were going to do that, it was a matter of, is Dave going to come in three hours early or am I going to stay three hours late? We managed to make it work, but it wasn't an everyday thing, right? When we did that podcast,
2: it was what, two days a week, three days a week? Yeah, it was it was one, one a week locked in. And then if we could do an extra one timing wise, we would. We actually ended up with one of the top comedy podcasts in iTunes. Yeah. And and wow. I was like, wow, that was crazy how that happened. And that's and it was early podcasting days. Right. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, I think at the time, like the big competitors that, that we had were, um, humble and Fred. Yeah. Uh, they had a really great podcast going at that time too. And I, I think they're still doing theirs. Um, we also had, um, Joe Rogan was actually before he got to Joe Rogan status that he is now. He was, he was doing really well then in that format. Um, and I'm trying to think if there was one other one that we were always blown away by. It was, uh, oh, was it like a, The Daily Show had a podcast or something it like that? It was something
1: like that, like a John yeah. Stewart kind of thing.
2: Mm. Yeah, some major, major star with a podcast. And we were like, how are we like top five with them? This is wild. Um, and it was, uh, yeah, I think I think we just called it the, the Scott and Dave podcast. I think that was it. There mm-hmm. was Nothing uh, nothing clever about it. We just, we got together and kind of kind of as you do with After 9 and we talked about things and um, we brought people in and had conversations and I, I had, I had a blast doing it. Um, and it was really the first toes in the water for podcasting for us at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then
1: I ended up going back to the station that fired me. It was Z103. We, we can just say it. We know. Yeah. It was <laughs> Z103. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> I don't know why I was being cryptic about that. Sorry. But I went back to Z103, but at that point, Dave was already a kiss and Ashley had moved on to Chum FM. So we needed somebody. And I remember, uh, scouring Southern Ontario to see who was, A, available, and B, interested. And somebody put forth the name Cat Callahan. So I... I <laughs> Dell did...
0: Media was not happy, by no, the way. No, they were <laughs> they not. They were not happy that somebody put forth the name. I think
1: I saved that text message from David, actually. I'm going to go back through my phone and see if I still have it. But anyway... Do you
2: re- do you remember who it was that said the name? I'm, I'm curious, just curious for my own... Who, you know? who
0: suggested Cat? I know one of them. I don't know if there's more than one.
2: It was Adele... Yeah. who now works at our competition,
1: yeah. Chime, here in oh, Kitchener. Geez. Who,
0: oddly enough, used to host the morning show on 91.5 The Beat, where we are now. It's a very small world. Yeah,
1: small and world and an incestual business. <laughs> very much Oh, my so. gosh. Yeah. 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 So you can find the there's so many degrees of separation here, yeah. it's messed up. But uh, Adele said, why don't you call Kat? So I did call Kat, and Kat was getting ready to go to Vegas at the time. And I remember sitting in the office with my program director at the time, oh. and, and he said... We really got to do something to seal this deal. And I said, Why don't you send a bottle of champagne to her and her? Not even, it was your boyfriend at the time. My boyfriend, it was yeah. Long before you got married. I said, Why don't you send him a bottle of champagne to their hotel in Vegas? And I remember him thinking, He's a millionaire. I remember him thinking, Uh, how much is that going to (laughs) cost? Why don't you put it on your card and and invoice
0: me? (laughs) I remember, and I remember getting it. Like I checked into my room and there was a bottle of champagne and I'm going, oh, sweetie, that's nice. And my boyfriend's like, at the time, my boyfriend was like, yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> and I, we had gone with some fr- Rookie mistake. We had gone with some friends who were all like, well, who would do that? And we read the card and it was like, from Z, they're like, well, you have to go now. From Scott at, at Fox and the team at Z, like, you have to go now. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> apparently.
1: Did he even know that you were talking to us at the time or was that just the most random think, thing Vegas has ever I, seen?
0: I was, I was surprised that everybody made it happen there. Like, I was just like, this is weird. I'm in Vegas, but receiving a bottle from a company that I'm going to likely get go work for, even though I think I I had already known I'd make up my mind. I was in like a negotiation stage, but I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. I feel like it will.
1: Well, since that day, since August the 15th, 2012, so much has changed. You got married. You had kids. Mm -hmm. I was married. I got divorced. My kids have moved on to go to university. You're now dealing with the little ones. I have all the free time, (laughs) and you're the one who's fucking busy all the time. Scott's
0: like, oh, maybe I'll garden today. Maybe I'll cook. What should I cook? I could start prepping right away. I'm like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I just stepped on another goldfish
2: cracker. I don't care what you make for dinner.
0: Crazins and extra socks in my purse <laughs> over here. Like, fuck.
1: <laughs> well, it's amazing how things have gone full circle and changed. And now we end up together back at a station that you started in radio in. Yes. That I never worked at until I came here with you. And now, in a weird set of. uh, circumstances, Dave ends up as our boss.
0: If you ask any radio board conspiracy theorists though, I don't know if you guys ever checked the radio boards. There's something called radio boards. So this is like online just basically kind of go- mostly gossips, but a lot of facts and and movings and happenings of radio. I remember at the time when it was announced that Dave Blizzard would be at 91.5 The Beat being the program manager all the conspiracy theories were like they planned this from the beginning like yeah <laughs> we planned it from the beginning that's correct
2: yeah back in 2012 we, we went to yeah we went the we, sat at a, we, we went inside of the Denny's and flipped open a uh, flipped over a yeah. paper menu and wrote down this incredible plan yeah. that here's our here's our 10 year plan
0: obviously <laughs> and no joke be. someone f- forwarded that to me or took a screenshot of it. it was like look at this look at this person like they really went deep into like their conspiracy really yeah I didn't
2: even read
1: that yeah this was oh. so
0: this was like three or when did you when did you join for 915 the B? I I know you've been with a company for many years it was it three years ago?
2: 2020,
0: yeah, it's just right right before, it was February of 2020,
2: yeah, holy cow, it's
1: amazing how much has changed, yet how much remains the same all these years later, but like Kat said, Monday, we'll celebrate it on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener, and if you don't already have it, download the Radio Player Canada app, and you can listen to The Beat anywhere, fun fun in the morning, Uh, we're going to ask for some of your stories, yeah, How long have you been listening? It's a, There are still people every single day that turn on the beat and think, oh, I like that show. I'm going to keep listening to it. New listeners still coming in, and that's great. That's the way radio is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. So if you're a new listener or you're one of the OGs that goes back to the day, people still message me sometimes and say, I still remember listening to you on 9-11, or I still remember listening to you the day of the big blackout. Actually, I think
2: that anniversary has got to be coming up soon, too, isn't it, Dave? That was in August, uh, wasn't it? I think... I thought it just passed maybe, but you could be right. I I don't know. There's so many, so many anniversaries. And the other weird feeling I get with anniversaries is 2012 feels like it was four years ago. Right.
3: Yeah. It doesn't
2: feel like 10 years ago. To me, 2002 feels like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) we're looking at things that happened that, you know, that day, that year, and and you're kind of like, that, that, that was like, I remember that like a week ago. What, what are you talking about? 10 years have gone by. It's just wild to think how much time has passed us by. I had a great conversation with someone who said they feel like the 10s. So 2010 to 20 didn't happen. Yeah. They're like, so much happened, but it felt like it happened in like a like a span of a year.
1: It really is like mm-hmm. the lost decade because it flew by true. in a lot of different yeah. ways. You know what shocked me? Every now and again, they'll be like, uh, oh, happy birthday to Sir Mix-a-Lot. Mm-hmm. The guy who did Baby Got Back is going to be 60 next year. He turns 59 wow. today. <laughs> Another one that shocked me, uh, this weekend, it was 25 years ago this weekend, a quarter of a century ago. This weekend, the number one song on the charts was Puff Daddy, I'll Be Missing You. Wow.
0: 25 years seems outrageous. What got me yesterday was Backstreet's Back was out 25 years ago yesterday.
1: 97 was a great year for music.
0: I'm not kidding you when I say I remember having to ask my parents for money or I, I probably did have money at the time because I did some babysitting and odd things then. But being like, I'm going to buy this CD and hop it on over the, to the HMV to pick up my copy. It's crazy. You see,
2: that's, for me, when it comes to the boy bands, they all feel super old. Like like ba- I put Backstreet Boys at the same like timeline as New Kids on the Block, even though I know it's not. It still feels like it's been so long. And when I see them doing cruises and I see them doing, you know, another big tour and they're doing stadium tours still to this day, I feel like they've been doing it for 30 years
0: because they kind of have. Nick, yeah, I
2: hosted <laughs> Nick Carter's birthday party like so long. I'm not even wow. joking. Like, like so long ago. And 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 I'm is like, he sexual? Um it wasn't with me no <laughs> <laughs> That's good to know. I can't, I can't say he
0: sexual? was it,
2: you know what's so funny is it, it was uh, <laughs> it was a place at Richmond Hill that was bringing in celebrities for for special appearances and things like that and I just remember two weeks in a row they uh, three weeks in a row so they did um, LMFAO like just before they really exploded they did like a DJ set to like 100 people. it was awesome sweet. Um, and then the week after was Nick Carter and then the following one was Vern Troyer. mini me me. yeah and that that was a that was a trip so super nice guy he loved to party and it didn't take him long to get drunk, but like a like a normal glass in his hand looks enormous. That was like right? drinking a keg so, for a normal person. Yeah, like he's doing keg stands on just like a simple glass.
0: Yeah. Not to get right off the rails, but I feel like you you would probably remember this more than me, because I had no idea. But I've been watching a documentary, speaking of Vern Troyer, because he was there introducing acts at the time. Woodstock ninety nine. Yeah. Have I just watched wa- that documentary oh, last night. Dave, yeah. what the fuck? I had no idea any of that happened. Like I was too oh, young yeah. to partake in any of that stuff at the time. I guess maybe that's why and I didn't pay attention to the news. Holy shit. Do you recall oh, was what, what happened at Woodstock 99? No.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, you know, what? what
0: happened at Woodstock 99? I'm going to be that person. I'm gonna, we'll be Dave and I'll be that person, but watch the documentary on Netflix about Woodstock 99. Fred Durst? Like Dave, I had no idea all this shit happened. Like I had like a n- cult leader. I had no <laughs> Idea and, and red hot chili peppers and everything. I had no idea all that shit that went down. Basically, they put the, they set the place on fire because they were unhappy with the, the setup. It's like uh, it was like Fire Festival before Fire Festival happened, but a little bit different.
2: Yeah. So the ba- the basic setup for it all was there's about a quarter of a million people who went to Woodstock 99 and the lineup that they had put out musically. There was a bit of a blend like Sheryl Crow was there. They brought James Brown in to do like the opening of the show. Um, James
1: uh, Brown. Right? yeah Yeah, it was
0: a a mix like a big yeah they did it because they were trying to reference woodstock right OG so they tried to bring in some old people and yeah
2: like jewel was there like um bush was was booked and then they started doing some of these bigger like crazier new metal bands at the time so corn was there limp biscuit like figured like that era of of like heavy metal music and uh The crowds, there wasn't enough water for people. Then they started gouging people for whatever water was available. It just became this chaotic scene of 250,000 people all there to get wasted, to have sex, to just be just crazy, let loose and just go nuts. And it was the infrastructure wasn't there. They didn't have enough security. They didn't have enough water supply. They didn't have enough clean water. So at one point, we know when you see all the mud and everything like that at the Woodstock videos. There uh, the, uh, now you look at it and you go, well, hang on a second. They were all by the outhouses. What the hell did you think they were rolling in? It like people shit. are tip. It was shit. Really, so they were, were rolling in yeah, shit, and they, they had no, people shit. were
0: dumb or high or you or name both. it or yeah. both, and had no idea that they were rolling in shit. People started to get like get sick. Obviously, had sores in their mouth and stuff from drinking contaminated water.
2: There's one woman on the documentary who talks about getting trench mouth. Yes, from drinking the water sounds
0: disgusting, <laughs> really, yeah,
2: so she had all these cold sores around her mouth and on her tongue and these like ulcers and all sorts of stuff and um this was all happening while the bands were playing, and people were just getting pissed that that they didn't really take good care of the people that were there so on the on the night with uh with corn, like you could see two hundred and fifty thousand people jumping all at the same time, and it's like a wave of humanity it is. It's insane to see it. Um, then when Limp Biscuit gets up, they have a song called Break Stuff. And there's like this buildup in the song it's just really like chuggy guitar, kind of do-doom, do-doom, do-doom. And Oz, this is playing. Fred Durst is is kind of rolling people up and he's like... The lyrics of the song are like, I feel like shit. Um, My suggestion is to keep your distance. But he's like, he's just talking it out. So he starts going on. He's like, have you got boy problems? Have you got girl problems? Maybe you got boss problems, parent problems. And he just starts riling people up to the point where the line in the song goes, "Um, and if if this day just keeps going this way, I just might break your fucking face tonight. And the whole crowd just jumps. And it's like a riot. And there's mosh pits that are like hundreds of people wide. It is insane they set the place on
0: fire like they literally set shit on fire scott and to to the point where they had to shut down that stage which i believe was the main stage and then over in the uh what state what set was it was the rave
2: tent the the rave rave tent
0: boy Slim was DJing and then they're like we gotta shut this shit down all of a sudden there was fires everywhere and all the artists were like am I I getting paid still like (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) get into the bus get into the bus like well fuck my check where's my check
3: (laughs) so
2: it was it was just bonkers oh my god there's like you have to watch it just as a a fan of societal kind of change and, and impression and all of that stuff it is it is remarkable that um, that the scene turned the way it did. Um, they started looking for profits wherever they could, so they started cutting corners uh, when it came to security and things like that and just oh my god, like there's you'll never see anything like it. I it had was no just idea.
0: I really did. bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers. And, and on that note, if you haven't seen that or Fire Festival guys, listening, definitely watch the Fire Festival doc. It's it's old now. It was it's been out for what a good year, year and a half or something. Uh, but it's so good.
1: Okay, so what is this one that you're talking about? That's Woodstock 99? The
0: Woodstock 99 yeah, is what we're talking it's about, called, yeah. It's
1: called Trainwreck, Woodstock 99.
0: Trainwreck. Huh.
1: I'm actually kind of it's, intrigued. It's very good. I don't know why I don't remember anything about that. I remember a ton of trivial shit in a week, and I do not remember
2: so, that happening. Yeah, right? Well, so it's three one-hour episodes, and um, I defy you to watch just one yeah like it splits it up by like thursday friday is the first episode then saturday is the second and sunday monday is the the third i i was i watched the first one about a week ago and then i just ran out of time so i watched the rest of it last night and then i ended up watching the next two i was like this is this is unbelievable like they they get right in they talk to the creators of woodstock they talk to the organizers like and they're candid about everything it is it's unbelievable Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: All right. That's a hot tip. I might even do that this weekend. Uh, By the way, this weekend is kind of a messed up one. You know how you just, you almost sort of blow people off. They're like, hey, we should get together. And then I usually my go to is, yeah, I'm crazy busy. We're in ratings right now. But as soon as the warm weather comes, we're going to get together and we're going to hang out. Turns out everybody this summer or this winter remembered that because there's still a shit ton of people that I (laughs) haven't hung out with yet. And this is the weekend that I've got to get and hang out with everybody that I promised I would like back in February because there's no excuse anymore. We're running out of summer weekends. So I'm I'm basically running a rotation this weekend. Some people coming over tonight. Okay, fine. No problem. Tomorrow, two shifts. One set of people coming over around noon. I'm thinking they're going to check out around three or four o'clock. You're hoping. Then I'm going to do a quick reset, and then I've got more people coming over for the evening session. It is it's like a concert?
0: <laughs> <The> evening session. <laughs> I don't know how you're, a to com-
2: you're a it. comedian. You're a comedian doing two sets in one night. Yeah, exactly. It's. Uh, <laughs> The beer store run
1: I've got to do later on today Is going to be disgusting And
0: you're hosting everyone. I mean good for you That's exhausting You're going to be Absolutely pooped
1: Well I think that That's the compromise right Like I don't mind Hanging out with people I have a big problem When people say Hey let's get together On Friday night Why don't you come over Like around 8 And I'm thinking 8 I go to bed at 9 What the
0: fuck <laughs> 8 o'clock
1: Why would I come over at 8 Like p.m. Can we do that at
2: like 4 I... You're like Is this a sleepover What are we doing here? Are we building a fort With the couch cushions why are you inviting me over so late? <laughs> so I'm jamming all these, yeah, let's get together
1: into this weekend. And okay. it's even worse this year because last year, I just blamed it all on COVID. Like, oh, fuck. Social distancing, can't do it. Blah, blah, blah. I'm officially out of excuses. Out of
0: excuses.
1: But you've got an interesting problem that not a problem this it's weekend. It's not a problem. Kat's got a kid-free weekend. Dave, you probably remember because you're a dad. I'm a dad as well. When those kids kid free weekends present themselves it's almost like you have free reign you've got carte blanche to do anything you want and it almost sort of creates a bit of pressure because if you don't do something and make it outstanding you're gonna have wasted
2: one of the few weekends (laughs)
1: you get
0: free i'm overwhelmed and i'm overstimulated and i'm trying to figure out what to do
2: (laughs) you know what ends up happening you do nothing that's usually there. what happens. I can't. Yeah. I
0: won't. No, I can't. I'm making myself do things. Me and my husband are like, we're doing all the things. We need to do all the things. Like any, I don't know. anything that you don't want to do with kids, I'm doing it. I'm going to the casino. Mm. I'm going to the strip club. No, I'm just <laughs> no but I mean, yeah, it's. Over. I honestly, I think that it's going to be one of those things that we wake up and we figure out what we're going to do. Then, like, we drop the kids off. And that's like, we're
2: going to an R-rated movie. (laughs) Yeah,
0: That's right. I watch a movie with swears.
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm telling you, I I had the same ambition, too. And I I changed it uh, on the like at the last second. You're just like, I just I think I just want to sit at home and just not and just have silence. And (laughs) I don't know.
1: You guys can slap
0: me in the face on Monday. If if I say that I did nothing on that, I'm I'm doing things. But isn't doing nothing
2: kind of doing something? Okay. Yeah, it Sir- is. It's recharging them's batteries. You're
0: you're not wrong. And I think I'm going to save that for the morning after. Ah, I can't wait to, well, of course, sleep in, but that's fine. Like, I get up early no matter what. Like, even if you gave me time to sleep in, sleeping in for me is like 730 max because of what we do for a living, right? But after the sleep in, even just like, I feel like putting on a Netflix documentary, for example, it's having to not sort out a, a morning snack and, and setting them up for the day and getting them changed is... I think that's great too. So I'm going to save that for the next day. I'm going to push picking them up until the afternoon (laughs) so I can just enjoy the morning of whatever. Maybe do a little shopping or something like that. But that night I got to figure it out. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. I'm getting real fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but you you're have also a, getting
1: up there. Like, fucked up for you is like no. I'll be. In bed, we'll split a bottle d- of wine. Don't
0: get it twisted. I'll be in bed at ten thirty latest, <laughs> maybe eleven. Well,
2: that was that was what I was going to ask. Is yeah. it, do you have like solid like if you booked anything as a reservation? Is there a real plan or is it just there's a bunch of things I want to do because my next question will uh will, will be based on your answer here.
0: So I booked a reservation that I may or may not back out of. I'm not going okay, to. You're I didn't have to. I didn't have to give a That's credit it. card for it. But you don't I don't need a Rezo at the strip club. Listen though, it, yeah, yeah. oh, good tip. Thank you. I'm going to write that down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who do I see when I get in? Give me names. Um, when Jimmy, yeah, there's
2: always a Jimmy. Always a Jimmy. But there's I, always a Jimmy. I
0: made dinner reservations. This you're going to fall to the floor for eight p.m. Really? For eight p.m. And I'm planning on probably Ubering to those dinner reservations from wherever I am before it. But that's how I know I'm at least going to stay up past ten because I'm going to be at the place eating but I know once I have a good you know steak dinner or whatever I decide to eat there then it's like okay now I just watch a movie there's bed.
1: no <laughs> fucking way you're making an 8 p.m rezzo without a nap first there's no way you're not yeah. going to take a nap before you go to an 8 p.m dinner
0: well I might go I might take a nap but before I go out I want to like hit a bunch of places and do a bunch of things and then go right to the restaurant I want to show up at the restaurant tipsy
1: really yeah mm. like you want to pre-drink like before I, dinner
0: like I used to do the restaurant, by the way, is also uh, a great friend of our morning radio show and the station in general, so I'll make sure I do not let them know who I am. Don't, Don't worry. Don't yeah, worry. I won't yeah. let them know who I am. Unless, maybe you're going to put on
1: a great show. Maybe you'll be there and you'll be the life of the party for the whole restaurant. Then you can go ahead and say,
0: hey, I'm Cat
1: fucking Callahan. <laughs> Don't tip, you forget it.
0: Tip people's fucking plates over and shit like, fuck you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just walk over to a table and grab a spring roll. <laughs> you're like, it's the cat tax. <laughs> just walk away with it. <laughs> Does nobody have any Thai chili sauce? You guys are losers. <laughs> Go to another table. <laughs> uh, just quickly, before we jump into it, uh,
1: 32 minutes into the podcast.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we haven't even started yet. You know? We haven't even started yet.
1: Whatever. Yeah. What are you doing this weekend, Dave?
2: Uh... Oh, a trick question. Yeah, yeah it felt, felt honestly, as Kat's talking about her weekend, I, I was just so fixated on how she's not going to do all the things she wants I'm to do. I'm going to
0: you naysayers. I'm texting both of you. I'm going to do a text chain. You asked for it and I'm going to text you both. I'm going to text you You're only doing you both.
2: it. Yeah, you're now you're only going to you charge yourself up because you want to prove it to us. But yeah. I don't think like, honestly, I, I with the reservation idea, if you hadn't put down a card or anything like that, if there wasn't a fee to cancel. Um, I, I would say, okay, well, cats, cats in, but, but you haven't put the card down and all that. So I, I think you might change it. I think you might try to change it to an earlier time. No. Uh, and then there won't be any availability. And then you'll be like, uh, let's kind of put a damper on the night.
1: Hi, I changed my mind. <laughs> do, do you have any tables available at five at 30? <laughs> <laughs> I'll still pre drink, but do you
0: just at around five 30? Four mm. o'clock. Are you open? <laughs> Yes. I better. Yeah, what time do you open?
1: <laughs> Cats having dinner before the whole staff arrives. Yeah. Some, She's got the,
0: they're cleaning tables and putting the chairs down from them. I'm like, "Sorry, excuse me." Pardon me. I'll have another you glass guys, of
2: wine when you're done. Yeah, you vacuuming. guys open? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. There's something I want to play for you guys cuz this this honestly made me laugh my ass off this morning. Here's the scenario. It was in Wisconsin, and a truck was driving down the highway. The (laughs) truck was a flatbed that was carrying a load of porta-potties. Now, when a porta-potty is done being used, it gets drained. They stick that gross vacuum in Uh. there and literally suck the shit Uh. out. And and uh, where does that go, by the way? Where does the truck that empties the porta-potties
2: get emptied?
0: Yeah, does it go directly to like a site?
2: I uh, see in my world, in my head, I think it just goes through like a ring of fire and ends up in hell. And we, it's no longer on this earth that we <laughs> have to worry
1: about ever running into it. Yeah,
2: they shoot it in this space. Somewhere. Elon balls
0: Musk is of, hauling
2: shit
1: into balls space. Balls of shit.
0: Great balls of shit. A
2: lot of money in waste management. <laughs> So, there's this truck driving
1: down the street and it was dark out. Porta potties, apparently not properly secured on the back of the flatbed. This guy went over like a little bump on the road. Boom, one of the porta potties flew off the back. Mm. Then, because it wasn't in place, more porta potties started flying off the back of this truck. And the truck driver, you can tell, knew because you can see the brake lights come on. This was all caught on a traffic camera, by the way. So the truck starts to slow down and eventually goes and pulls off to the side. But now we've got a big problem on our hands because this is a highway. It was I-94. Full of shitters. Johnny on the spots in live lanes of traffic. And again, it's dark. Now, when I'm on the highway, I'm basically on autopilot, especially when I'm driving to work in the morning. It's Mm -hmm. dark. That's fine. I wouldn't expect to see a porta potty on the road. So... I would probably run into the porta-potties. And that's exactly how it went down. Cars started smoking these (laughs) porta-potties and literally send them flying through the air. One of them went from the westbound lanes to the eastbound side of traffic. It flew right over the median. A flying Johnny on the spot. (laughs) What's even better about this story is, I'm not going to pretend I know the inner workings, of how news assignments get handed out, but I would assume that if you're a television news broadcaster, there's probably a meeting. Guys, we got the big 6 o'clock news coming up tonight, and you, you're going to cover the, the hospital crisis, and you, you're going to cover the throne speech, and you're going to cover the prime minister. Whoever this poor fucking guy is gets stuck covering the story of the shitters all over the highway. <laughs> and I'm... The way he did it was just great. He had eyewitnesses and he had actual victims that got their cars totaled because they crashed into a pooper on the highway. So I'm going to play for you ABC 21 news coverage of the porta potties on the highway.
3: Listen to this. Video shows the flatbed truck drive past the porta potty sliding <laughs> upright onto the westbound lanes Tuesday morning. And of course, they got the guy who
1: enunciates every word. The porta potties <laughs> were on the westbound lanes of the highway. Here's the rest.
3: We've got a truck that's losing porta We've got one caller who struck them and pulled over. With I
1: see a porta potty flying back at me and. I tried my best to sort of out the way, but it it hits my driver's side,
3: causing me to pull over. Alex Hilario (laughs) says it happened so fast, (laughs) his mind was racing. I was so shook. I was beyond shook. I was like, "Is that a porta potty? I'm like, where did
2: it even come from? They just set it there." Well,
0: (laughs) it's true.
1: What would you think if you saw a porta potty on the highway? Where's the construction at? I don't understand.
3: Just standing, it was standing, but like rolling. Interesting I so I was seen. like, This is no way this is just possible. There's no way this it's standing, makes sense. It's rolling. Vern Hicks gave me pretty much the same reaction. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, I just there was a, a what I didn't know what it was at first. And I hit it and I'm like, Oh my god, I think I just hit a port of John. Oh my god, I think I hit a port of John.
1: Was that a person or a shitter?
0: What happened? <laughs> I hit a tiny house. What the fuck just happened?
3: <laughs> Here's the rest of it in the middle of I-94. His car also had serious damage and might be totaled. Over the next few minutes, cars and trucks hit nearly all of the porta-potties, <laughs> one leaving only fluttering toilet paper behind. <laughs> you probably one-
1: Imagine that. 100 kilometers an hour, you smoke Whee! a porta-potty and it leaves a trail of toilet paper in the wind behind it.
2: <laughs> you got something stuck to your tailpipe, ma'am. <laughs>
1: Excuse oh me, sir. God. Got some toilet paper on the back of your tailpipe.
2: Oddly enough. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, everyone's car looks like they just got married. <laughs> Tangling off the back.
3: <laughs> There's just a little bit more of this report. Wondering. Yes, they were empty. Still, one of the responding deputies yeah. couldn't resist. Give them magnitude of that crappy situation. on eight hundred and thirty-nine. Pre- the drivers I spoke to said they were fortunate that there were no injuries, that it wasn't any worse, <laughs> and say they're confident they can live their whole lives and never again hit a porta potty on the freeway.
0: <laughs> That's what they's. Is that what they said? They told me they're pretty sure this will be the last time.
1: I spoke to the witnesses, and they say they're confident they'll never hit a porta potty again.
0: How can they'll you make a wild use,
1: assertion like that? Would
0: you use a porta potty after one fucking day smoked you on the highway? Would you? Um, that's hilarious. And oddly enough, I'm sure as they were driving that the first thing they thought or maybe did as they saw it rolling toward them or spinning toward them was I shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just peed my pants. (laughs)
1: I'll tell you a quick story. I was golfing in Cambridge once and I was with two buddies from high school and one of them had to use the bathroom on a golf course. They have those porta potties, right? So he was in there using the bathroom and I was in the cart with our other friend. He decided <laughs> it would be hilarious to drive the golf cart at full speed into the porta potty. And golf carts don't go that fast, but they go semi fast. <laughs> he crashed right into it to the point where if he had gone even a kilometer faster, it probably would have tipped the porta potty oh. right over.
2: <laughs>
1: Apparently, there was waves in the toilet. In the porta potty,
0: oh. <laughs> he hit it so hard there was like a wake. It was nuts, and you were never allowed to golf there again.
1: Oh, I was just peeing myself. Ironically, I was peeing myself laughing after that. It was great, but it's it true. almost
2: turned into Woodstock '99.
0: Almost, yeah. I mean,
1: you don't expect to see that sort of thing, and when you hit them, they sound the thud it makes when oh, you hit a porta potty.
0: It's amazing. I can imagine on the highway. Imagine several of them. Exactly.
1: <laughs> In a way, it's almost kind of like Mario Kart. Like drive down the highway, <laughs> but dodge all the porta potties.
2: Yeah, he's a crapper. <laughs> you hit that, and you get the star for the entire race. Like <thyroidicça Brothers.'" laughs> having a blast. Um
1: I don't know if you either of you are going to know the answer to this question, but Cat being someone who's very connected to the entertainment scene, Dave being someone who's connected to the rock scene, why did Tommy Lee post his penis yesterday
2: <sighs> to distract people from his terrible drumming on this tour that they're they're're they're, ah. they're- doing i don't know
0: i thought there might be more to it and i had a conversation with simon who's at our uh and if you are a fan of uh, rock music we have a great brother station uh the one that we do in the morning is called dave rocks and simon's on dave rocks so he was giving me some insight because i didn't know i just knew that someone retweeted a pic of tommy lee's dick which by the way is the only place now you can find that picture because instagram took it off and facebook you can't do that on those platforms.
1: Twitter continues to have absolutely no shame.
0: No shame at all. No, Post any- your penis,
1: post whatever you want.
0: Anything you want. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. Shit on someone's face. They just don't care. <laughs> so Tommy Lee's is still up there. But I asked the same question. I said, Can you give me some background here because I, I know very little about Tommy Lee, really. Why would he do this? And well, I don't know. A distraction technique seems about right.
2: Put- yeah, I, the, he's, so Motley Crue's on this tour right now. They were actually just in Toronto this week. They've got um, Poison, Joan Jett, and Def Leppard on this tour. And Motley Crue's headlining it. It's like their ninth retirement tour. And there's been accusations that um, uh, Tommy Lee's not actually playing the drums. It's actually a drum track because there's some video of Ooh. him being way off the drums, which is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, honestly, Motley Crue, I, I saw them, has to have been... Uh, more than ten years ago, and it was one of their retirement tours, and they were terrible then. Uh, and this is just a money grab. It really, it's it's kind of sad. It's uh, it's Vince Neil can't sing anymore. Um, he mm-hmm. mumbles the words to everything, and and you can't make it out. It's it's really it's offensive almost to to charge and gouge fans to try to come see you live, and you don't even put in the effort to put on a show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a uh, I, I don't a distraction maybe. Uh, it's a it's a hell of a distraction if it is.
1: It's just such a weird thing. Like, oh, people are saying we're gouging and, oh, they think we're not really playing. Uh, post your penis, Tommy. That, that'll that get people talking about something positive. What a weird way to get from A to B. Why, I, why would you do
0: that? I bet you his phone's just gross. Like, I bet you it's just uh, loaded with all kinds of shit. Like, I bet you that's one of many photos he was like, yeah, this one. <laughs> I'm going to go with his, that
2: one. F- his phone has a cold sore? You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How does this work? <laughs>
1: Um, as a woman When you see a picture like that And let's be clear That's a huge hog That As a guy I looked at that picture and went Holy shit
2: My first response to it was There's an elbow in that <laughs> like, What the
1: hell It's huge And, and as a woman I mean when you see that picture, yeah. what goes through your mind? Do you think, oh yeah, or do you think,
3: oh no, no. I, or hell no? Definitely,
0: and maybe maybe it's a case by case basis, but it just makes me go, "What are you doing?" And look, I don't, I don't mean to be ageist, but this is a grown ass man who I believe, if I'm not mistaken, is he like almost yeah, sixty?
2: Yeah, he's got to be. Yeah, I think he's fifty
0: nine. If I'm not mistaken, I saw a headline that said something like fifty nine year old whatever. And I'm thinking, so the thing I'm thinking is really like you haven't grown up yet, but also like the standards are probably pretty low there, you know, Uh,
1: he was married to Pamela Anderson for a a
0: short while. Again, this was, that was before Woodstock 99. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like grow up. Like I I guess maybe some people don't. And that probably works for him by the way, because his core demographic probably doesn't give a shit either way. And that's fine. So no problem. But no, for me, I, I, I saw that he did it and I went, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, yeah. Is there anything about the size that you see it and think, yep?
0: Yeah, I do. We don't, can all
1: agree on I that. Don't or do you think, is that intimidating? Like, I really don't know because I've thought about no. posting similar pictures and I thought, oh, well, I don't want to scare
0: anybody off. Intimidating? <laughs> no. No, I wouldn't use that word. It's more of a, oh, I hope everything's okay there. I wondered about his wife, honestly, because his wife commented the first time before it got taken down from Instagram, she commented, oh my God. But I don't think it was like, a, oh, my God, because she already knows it's not an oh, my God, this is the first time I've seen this. And then the second time he posted on Instagram, by the way, you can see a repost. But what he did was he changed it to make it look artistic in a way. So you can still see that it's. A it, was per- a penis it, it was a classy penis. picture. It was like a person <laughs> and a dick, but it was like all like rainbow coloring and things like that. So so far, he's gotten away with that. But she she commented on, on it. Please help. <laughs> That's what she commented <laughs> so i'm wondering what she's thinking
2: i what, wondered what if she... he was on safari or something and he was riding an elephant and taking like a selfie from that angle i'm like oh there's the elephant's trunk look at that and they realized, oh wait no that that is his anatomy i uh i just don't know
1: what goes through your mind or i mean he can certainly be confident if he puts that out there he has nothing to be ashamed of well for the size anyway i mean if that had leaked he'd probably be like, oh, yeah. But because he posted it himself,
2: that I think is why people
1: are yeah. like, ew, like, gross. Right? Yeah.
0: Maybe. maybe.
2: Isn't a- that funny? Wow. I just, it, it, yeah. I never thought of it that way. But if you, if somebody had leaked that, right. you'd feel sorry for him. If if he does it himself, it's cringy. Yeah.
0: Well, it is. Uns- I mean, I shouldn't say it's, is it unsolicited? Here's my question. Is that an unsolicited dick pic or... Would yeah, you argue? But that's what I'm thinking. Or if you follow Tommy Lee, should you just figure that you might get some fucked up shit every now and again because you follow Tommy Lee? In my case, someone retweeted it that I follow on Twitter. I'm not, I don't follow Tommy Lee. I still had to yeah, see same. I still saw his dick pop up on my Twitter because somebody else retweeted it. Because again, Twitter has no shame and they just let anything <laughs> happen.
2: You're scrolling for four minutes and you're still, It's you can still see it. That's <laughs> how big this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. (laughs) Enough.
0: Did he post this from the top of a diving board? Like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) You can still touch the
1: water. Okay. The other thing that I'm hearing from a lot of people is Tommy Lee posts his dick picture and people are either like, oh, yeah, or they're like, ew, gross. Gross. Britney Spears posts naked videos of herself and people are instantly screaming she needs help, she needs mental yeah. professionals, yep.
0: blah blah blah. I don't and I don't discriminate cuz I thought the same thing for both. Oh really? Yeah. I thought what are you doing? For both. In both case in all cases. I think what are you doing?
1: It's uh just a weird thing to It's one thing to take a picture of yourself. Maybe you're having a big dick day or something like that. It happens to all of us (laughs) every now and again. The old BDD. (laughs) Big dick day, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, every now and again, I don't know why there's got to be a medical reason for it, but sometimes it's bigger than other days. And maybe you think, I should preserve this in a picture for you. I don't know what inside you makes you think... I should show this to my thousands and thousands and thousands of followers.
0: People have already seen his dick years ago, though, right? I mean, you mentioned the sex tape. Was his dick prominent in that? I have never seen it.
1: Yeah, I have that on VHS somewhere, actually. Do you really? Yeah. Can you go
0: back to the footage and let me know? Because I'm sure that his dick was shown at one point anyway. So maybe they keep this in mind. In his mindset, he's thinking, people have already kind of seen it, but this is a good way to get people talking because I am... You know, on tour right now, as Dave mentioned. I didn't know that. Maybe he is putting out new music soon. So this has us talking. When the hell have we ever talked about Tommy Lee on the podcast? This is true. When have we so, ever talked about Tommy Lee on our radio show? Do you know what I'm saying?
1: So you're suggesting in a way that that was like a throwback
0: Thursday? It was like a throwback Thursday. Hey, you haven't
1: seen this in a while. And it
0: was on a Thursday, unless he technically dropped unless he dropped it on a, on a Wednesday. I don't know He what unrolled time he, it. I don't know when, <laughs> but, when, he, when he put that down. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. Right. It's possible. It's possible.
2: I just wish he had captioned it with felt cute might delete later.
1: <laughs> 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 yes. Yes. <sighs> Shit. We are out of time. We have barely scratched the surface of what we were going to do here today. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. We are going to have a podcast out on Monday. Assuming my truck works and, and all the stars align. So tune back in Monday. Before we wrap up this episode, though, as always, we have some apologies.
2: Yeah, please. We have to apologize to everyone who expected a podcast today uh, or yesterday, for that matter. Um, we, should apologize that. To, yeah, we should apologize to anyone who thinks 2012 was like four years ago. Um, anybody who went to Woodstock 99, we are sorry. Uh, we also should apologize to anybody who has or has had trench mouth. Um, we should apologize to people who don't get to have kid-free weekends. Um, we should say sorry to all those who like the blue hair 4.30 p.m. dinner specials, mm-hmm. like Kat. Yep. Um, we should say sorry to anyone who has a phobia of porta-potties. And sorry to those who were traumatized by Tommy Lee's penis this week. Um, and, of course, we must apologize to Mike Tyson. Not for anything in particular, but just because it's a good idea. Who would win in a fight? Mike Tyson or Tommy Lee's penis? Oh, man. Isn't that the next Godzilla versus, <laughs> versus Kong, King Kong? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> have an amazing weekend, everybody. No matter what you do, it won't be as great as Cat's kid-free I'm weekend. I'm doing
0: it till eleven. That's it.
1: If you're going out for dinner <laughs> around six o'clock tomorrow night, look out! <laughs> keep your eyes
2: <laughs> open. For, keep your eyes open for Cat. If you decided to have a late lunch, she's going for a formal dinner
0: have dinner with your grandma. I don't know.
1: I'll say hi. And she's (laughs) pre-drinking before dinner. It's amazing. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, guys. Bye. In North Korea, Kim Jong-un declared victory against COVID. (laughs) All right, it looks like my end of summer vacation plans are back on. Okay. (laughs) To celebrate the victory, Kim Jong-un held a huge parade and then everyone got COVID again. Um, (laughs) Some entertainment news. Disney Plus just announced details on their new ad-supported option, which is called Disney Plus Basic. (laughs) Can I just get Disney minus the insult? You know what I'm saying? I just feel... Disney Plus Basic. It's like Disney Plus, but it's super into Uggs and Pumpkin Spice. The After Nine podcast is powered by Tony Johal. Broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy